Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 1065. It is. And it's like your morning show, too. Like, we are so thankful that you chose to wake up and be here this morning. Yes. There's literally... A billion things. I think now literally we're at a billion things you could be doing right now. Right. <laughs> Listening to, watching, being a part of. You could be sleeping right now. But you're here and we're like a little community first thing in the morning, especially. Like just imagine like walking in, just being like, what's up? How you doing? Good to see you. You know? Because nobody kinda... understands what it's like to wake up at this time except us. The whole, your whole life is different. Yeah. It if really you're is. awake right now. Yeah. And you're most likely either going home from... Or going to work, I'm assuming, most of you, like, that's a different life, bro. Mm-hmm. It's different. So, we understand you. We just like to shout anybody out that's up this early in the morning. 410-583-1065. Text us and we will say hello. Who's here, Jess? Veronica is here. Good morning to Jess R. from Westminster. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Good morning to Lee. Beautiful Beverly. Terry, John, the Annapolis locator. Clever Kevin is checking in. We have Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Christine is here. Kathy in Parkville. Jake from Westminster. Terrence. Tristan from Pasadena. Good morning to Youngblood in Phoenix. Lisa. Hopadope is here. Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Karen, Connor, and Aiden from PA. Good morning. WB from Glen Burnie. Randy. Heading to Duncan. We have Jillian from Westminster and Cooper from Bullies Quarters. Happy Tuesday. Anybody else starting to get anxiety that like your year is, I mean, it's the holidays. If you haven't started holiday shopping yet. It's over. You're behind. Okay? But okay. Okay. Yes. Like the year is over. Well, but why? The, really quick, the reason I say that today is August 1st. You haven't realized yet. Today is the first day yeah. of August of 2023. Yeah. I feel like this means that we are full speed ahead yeah. into the fall season. Yep. But I want it. Like, I'm over the heat. I want the fall. Like, so I don't care. I don't care that that means New Year's Eve is tomorrow. Yeah. I am ready for it. This is a, a really tricky time of year because... Am we, I the only one craving that? No. I think everyone's craving that right now. I okay. think we're all craving cooler temperatures. Yeah. But I think we also know what come with cooler temperatures. If we could just get to fall and it could stay that way for six months... That's true. We'd be cool because you know what's going to happen. But it doesn't. Is we're, and, and just, I mean, we're like, like what, about... Two months or less away from like that cool air coming in, man. Oh my gosh. The leaves changing. Apple cider donuts. Yes, the PSL, girl. It's going to be good. 
but then you know what it comes with. It's like you have to pay the price, which kind of makes what five ninety five. The season, the season that you're enjoying, suck because you almost know what's next. For example, same thing with spring. Spring rolls around, we're like, woo, tulips, girl, yes, let me get them tulips. Yeah, love that cool weather. Like cicadas. <laughs> and then, yeah. and all of a sudden, before you know it, it's five thousand degrees, and you're like, but what happened to that last one? Yeah, I don't care. I still want it. <laughs> Let's all remind Jess. It was August the 1st. And she's like, I can't wait for cooler weather. When she's wearing her <laughs> puffy jacket. Yeah. Early September. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number three. Gas prices are surging to an eight-month high. Triple A says the national average for a gallon of gas hit $3.78 today, which is up 20 cents from a week ago. And the average price for a gallon of gas in Maryland is $3.76. That's 17 cents higher than a week ago. Last month at this time, the average price was $3.46. So the question everybody is asking is why an industry experts blame the price spike on production cuts and the record-breaking heat. They caution that prices could jump even further if there are more heat-related outages at refineries or if a hurricane affects oil production in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Just what we need, higher prices on something else, right? Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, but the question is, like, what do you do? Right. Gas is, like, one of those things that's, like, what do you do? I didn't know the heat was causing that. Didn't know either. But, like, there's other things I feel like you can kind of work with, you know, like let's say you're living somewhere and your rent goes higher, you can choose to move. You can't choose to not have gas in your car. Right. You can't choose to not pay your power bill. You know, there's just some things where you're like just kind of screwed and got to ride the wave. Number two. Trader Joe's is recalling nearly 11,000 cases of one of its store brand soups because they may contain bugs. The FDA announced that Trader Joe's unexpected broccoli cheddar soup has insects in the frozen broccoli florets. This is the fourth product the store had to recall in the last week. Trader Joe's recalled one of its falafel products on Friday over concerns that the item could contain rocks. In addition to two of its cookie products, almond windmill cookies and dark chocolate chunk and almond cookies that were also found to possibly contain rocks. So all potentially affected products have been removed from sale and destroyed. And the store advises customers to either throw the product away or return for a refund. Like, is there... <laughs> what is happening? I just imagine the kitchen for these things is like the backyard with a bunch of kids. Yo. <laughs> like rocks? How do rocks get rocks in Rocks and bugs. Four items in the last week. Tell Hello. me why. I'm so demented, though. Tell me why. The first thing I thought about is like, but what if we added Old Bay to it? No <laughs> like, then, then would it be good? Number one. Paul Rubens, the actor best known for portraying Pee Wee Herman, has died at the age of 70 years old. Rubens passed away Sunday night after a private battle with cancer and a statement Rubens prepared for after his death. He said, quote, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. I've loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. The success of Rubens' 1985 movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure led to the classic Saturday morning's kids show Pee-wee's Playhouse series, which aired on CBS from 1986 to 1991. His career took a hit in 91 when he was arrested and charged with with exposing himself inside an adult Mm -hmm. theater, and another in 2004 when he was sentenced to three years probation for possessing obscene materials of minor engaged in sexual conduct after his home was raided in 2001. Yeah, we kind of had a... I don't say love-hate, but we always had this kind of... Kind of a rocky weird. situation with his career. If you're an 80s baby, 
like you grew up with Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was like the safe place to go. It was such mm-hmm. a silly show. It was like so bizarre and weird and just fun to watch. And then all of a sudden the whole porn theater thing came out and it was like, and I remember that was the first celebrity scandal. What year was that? Mm, 91, did you say? 91. So I'd have been seven or eight or something, you know? And Mm so that's the first time that I remember feeling like, oh, somebody that like I grew up with respected, I guess, or whatever that word is as a kid. It's like a piece of your childhood. Kind of like turn weird, you know? And I don't know that he ever, I know he made some resurgences. He had some movies later on, but I just, I don't don't know that I ever really like He was back on Broadway in 2010 and then he did the movie with Netflix in 2015. Yeah. He had a weird, we kind of like forgave him and almost made it like a joke and it was like, okay, um, no matter what, anyone dying from cancer is awful. But I, do, I don't think I ever quite got over it as a kid. Maybe that's some like trauma that I could never quite work through with him, you know. But it's anyone dies of cancer, it's a, it's a very sad situation. Yeah, very sad day. This is Jess, and that was your top three. I think I'm afraid to pee. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I think I think I have like a like a pee phobia, like a pee fear. If that makes sense. It doesn't. Mm. So clarify. So, Garage Boy and I were in D.C. over the weekend at the Drake concert for his birthday. Yeah. And I previously thought that the worst situation to have to go to the bathroom is when you're at the movies. Right. And it's not. It's when you're sitting down at a concert and you have less than two inches to walk and move. So, Jess had mentioned last week that when she went to go see Oppenheimer, that she was super anxious when she had to like go pee because in those reclining chairs and Towson they give you like an inch to like scoot by. Yeah. If you have to get up in the middle of a movie, right? Right. But the thing about that, nobody has to get up. Mm-hmm. Everyone can just stay relaxed and and lay down and yeah, I may block your vision for like 0.5 seconds, but I you don't have to move. At this concert, like at Capital One Arena, the area is so tiny that literally every single person has to get up or like awkwardly move to the side. And and it's in the higher you are, the more terrifying it is. You know what I mean? It's bad. And I would say, I'm trying to think what's worse. Because I understand we've talked about last week, we talked about the anxieties of having to go pee in a situation where you can't easily get out of, right? Like the movie theater, of course, was one of them. Airplane, I brought up, was like an awful one. If you're sitting window seat and you're on there with three strangers and all of a sudden you got to go pee, like you really got to decide how bad do I really have to pee because I know this is going to be a huge pain in the ass for everybody. Right. Concert, though, I would say concert... Is bad. Maybe up there because if it is a small spot. Which it was, and our seats were at the very opposite end of the walking aisle. So when we sit down, I'm like... This might be a problem. And I do it once and I'm like, okay, fine. And at this point, I'm also drinking, which makes me have to pee even more. And yeah. I had to get up so many times that I literally convinced Garage Boy to try and take. I saw two empty seats that were right next to the aisle and like no one was sitting there. And it was almost time for Drake to come on. And I'm like, I think that no one's going to sit sit there. And for this this kind of situation, like, that's Garage Boy's worst nightmare. Like, he doesn't want the awkward, like, interaction of someone being like, oh, those are our seats, right? Yeah, the worst. I'm, like, begging him. I'm like, please. Like, I, the the the, sh- the amount of shame that I am experiencing making all 10 of these people get yeah. up every time I have to go pee, like, I don't want to do this. So we move, we sit there, 
and probably like 15 minutes of bliss. I'm like, this is a blessing. Like no one's coming. Oh my gosh. Like I'm going to be able to, to enjoy the show. I'm right next to the aisle. Anytime I have to get up and what happens like so, the minute right before Drake comes on. Yeah. Oh, I think they had those, those are our seats. Uh, and then we have to get up go and then back I have to make everybody oh. get up again and go back to our seats at the very end. And you it was must, like the worst. You must be terrible in musicals. Cause I was thinking in musicals, you really don't get the opportunity to leave, right? I can't tell you the last time I went to a musical, actually. The Hippodrome is so... I mean, it is, like, uncomfortably tight in there sometimes. And some of the seats, like, your knees are, like, hitting the back of the seat, right? Yeah. So if you did have to get up to pee, I would say don't go because that's, like, not going to be a good situation for you at all. I'm also wondering, though, do you just need to, like, accept the fact that it's going to be awkward and just not give an F about how people feel about it? That's how I felt, like, probably mid-concert. I was just like, I don't... I have to pee. There's nothing I can do. do. I'm not going to pee myself right here. I'm never going to see these people again. (laughs) And, like, this sucks, but this is just part of the experience, I guess. It's a pee pep talk you have to give yourself. Yeah. Yeah. In the year 2023, how do you think most new relationships are starting nowadays? Like, where is the location? Think about your answer. We'll get into it right now with The Singles Table. Hey, you're now sitting at The Singles Table. Now, with Kramer. Mix 1065. Ah, uh, yes. My favorite part. I want to know what you <laughs> So dramatic. Yeah, so drama. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Singles Table. This is our segment that we do uh, for anyone that's single in the state of Maryland. But even if you're not, I think it's kind of interesting to look into the eyes of people that are single here in the state. I am a single gentleman. I did the math. I've been single now for 1,919 days. <laughs> 1919, officially, as of today. It's fine. But it's hard. It's weird. Being single is weird because there's no real rule book to any of this. Dating is harder than ever. A new survey came out this morning from dating.com. Where do you think that most people in the state of Maryland say that their relationships start nowadays? Like, where are people meeting one another? Dating apps? It's not dating apps. Instagram? It is Instagram. Social media. Sliding into the DMs, if you will. 47% of people, 47, the number one answer people gave Mm -hmm. when it came to a new relationship starting, it was after somebody sent a DM on social media. I guess my relationship with my fiance, Garage Boy, lowest of keys started in the DMs. Kind of. Because he was like definitely planting the seed there multiple times through the DMs before us actually meeting. I would say... 90% 90% of my dates yeah. have come from social media. Because okay. dating apps, honestly, like, they're okay. Like, they're okay. But you get to see everything on Instagram. Exactly. Right. It's like the most, I can like watch your moves and like see what you're doing. Well, like, you've been keeping tabs. Yeah. So it's like maybe you're not, maybe you don't send the DM when you first kind of find them on IG, but it's been a couple weeks. Kind of watch see them. their vibe. See what like, they're about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the most new relationships nowadays are starting because of DMs. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? I mean, I think it's kind of an obvious, like that's kind of the way things are, are moving. But I'll tell you what, man, if you're in a relationship and he's got a, he's got a female friend in his DMs, I wouldn't trust it. I need to know everything about this woman. What do you mean? I'm just saying, if this is the way that relationships are starting, right? Uh, okay. If you've got somebody the opposite sex in there, what? and like, you get that vibe about that person, you're like, I don't trust her. 
Okay. Maybe it's something to look into. I'm just saying. So when you get into a new relationship, yes. are you going to mm-hmm. requi- require yes. that person to like scrub their Instagram oh. as far as like who they're following oh, yeah. and who's following them? Is I, that something you're I'm asking will, like seriously? I, it will be of high alert for sure. Are you going to do the same thing? Um, I've scrubbed mine pretty well, but I don't honestly. Okay, so I was telling Jess off the air because the survey actually went into just dating in general yeah. or relationships when it comes to social media. Yeah. 72% of people said that social media has been a cause of conflict in their current or previous relationships. Oh, 72% of people. I believe it. And like, I refuse, I refuse to let social media be a drama spot. I do. It's just, it seems so unnecessary. And it sucks when you hear yourself speaking out loud. Like when you hear the words that you're saying, when you're like, can you unfollow, blah, 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 blah. It blah, sounds blah. You know, like, it's it like, sounds controlling on. and like terrible. But at the end of the day, like I'm not going to sit here and sweat over your social media. I'm yeah. just, I don't have time for it in a relationship. If I feel insecure about it, I'm hoping you're going to be big enough to say, is this really worth me following this person? What's my real, true relationship with this person, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, there'll be a, there's going to be a whole ceremony. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy how that is part of the conversation now. Dude, it's a completely new thing. Ain't having it now. All right. There you go. That's why I'm single. See ya. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your parents have ever bought you underwear as an adult, I need you to call us. And I don't expect a lot of calls. If we get one call, it may validate my whole experience here. (laughs) I don't know how to feel. (laughs) As an adult, knowing that my mother has purchased me underwear. And I I feel like we've like stepped into some weird territories here. Some Mm -hmm. boundaries have been crossed, if you will. Mm -hmm. Y'all tell me why I get home yesterday. There's a package sitting outside my door from Amazon. I said, I didn't order anything from Amazon. I opened it up. I have a pack of six Hanes tri-colored boxer briefs sitting there. And I'm like, yeah, what in the world? Like, I did not order these. And then I said, oh, my God. I bet my, I, I, I bet my mom ordered me new underwear. Yeah. My mom was in town last week. And my mom has a way when she comes to visit of overstepping the boundary sometimes. 
And we've talked about this. I'm like, this is not your house. Like, you, you can't just go through it. But, y'all, she will go through my stuff, mm-hmm. clean it, reorganize it. But never has she gone through my underwear drawer. And to be fair, like, I didn't even notice because I know, knew that she went through, which already creeped me out enough. She, like, went through and rolled all my underwear up into, uh-huh. like, little, like, little balls, if you will. Yeah. And I, so I noticed that the, the drawer was cleaner, but I didn't realize that she actually had gotten rid of a bunch of my underwear. Without so, telling you. <laughs> like, without saying a word. Like, not even saying, like, hey, by the way, I'm getting yeah. rid of your underwear. Just my mom being in my underwear drawer in the first place is weird enough. That would feel like, for example, if your dad, mm-hmm. if you came in and your dad was, like, rolling up your panties, would you not feel some kind of, like, this doesn't feel right? Absolutely. Um, but I feel like your relationship with your mom is a very is very different than I've ever seen. But so I don't... So I don't know if this is out of the norm for your guys' dynamics. And I feel like for her, I and I, I'm just trying to be as understanding as possible. Um, but I think for her and her mindset, she's like, well, this is what I did always, you know, when he was little. <laughs> he was five. And if I'm, you know, she's already cleaning the rest of your apartment. So I don't understand why you would think that the underwear drawer would have been off limits if she's already doing so many other things in your house. But it is, right? I don't know. You we tell me. We can't admit that's weird, right? I don't know. So my mom and I, we do a podcast every day. We, we do a very close relationship. But yeah. I feel like not, it can't be this close. Are you sure? Because... It Maybe. can't be this close. No, I, mean, I feel but to her. Out. To her. Well, okay. So I sat down to record our podcast yesterday. Yesterday, certified mama's boy, right? And before yeah. we started recording, I was like, "Did you order me underwear?" Listen, why? Why in the world would you buy me new underwear? Well, when I'm at your house, I like to organize things, mm-hmm. and so I, of course, organized all your everything in your dresser, <laughs> and I noticed that you could probably use a little freshening up in the underwear department so i just thought i'd help you out well i didn't even notice because they like they weren't all gone like most of my underwear is still in there right how many pairs did you throw out half a dozen (laughs) so you thought you thought it'd be okay if you just bought all new new underwear which i mean hanes are the brand you like i I don't know that i I don't know that i like hanes um but uh, (laughs) Does it not feel like maybe it was overstepping boundaries like a little bit when I came to? Well, I like surprises. You know, I like to just send you little surprises. It's weird, right? I can't. That's the nicest way I've ever heard anyone basically be like, your underwear was nasty, so I had to throw away (laughs) over a dozen pairs of it. I cannot. Honestly, I I have to return these underwear. What do you mean? I won't feel right. Why? I won't feel right wearing them. No, no. I could. Okay, I, I literally could not be. You can wear them in the company of a of a woman. It's not like she. Feel, it's not like she like hand knit them and put and like no. knit and like embroidered your name in the back of them. No, and even I if she did that, you know, it'd still be the sweetest thing ever. It's your mom. It's your mom. Out, man. Purple Jen, your your mom bought you underwear. My mom has, and it was a good reason because it was after I had my son and I had a C section. Mm. And I needed underwear that would go above the the incision. Yeah. Okay. Did it feel weird to you, or is it? Because I wonder if it's like a, a like a gender thing too. Like, if my dad bought me new underwear, I wouldn't feel as creeped out. But the fact that like my mom is buying them, it just felt like. But you're we, way closer to your mom than your dad. But though. we have to have boundaries. There have to. We can't like if it's around my crotch. I don't want my mom involved in any of it. You know? Purple Jen, do you think this is, like, out of character for their relationship, though? For their relationship, no. Exactly. I think 
I think if anybody else said that, then it might be a little out of sorts, but you guys are so close and all that. I, I just don't think it's weird for you and your mom. Yeah, I, yeah. I think everyone in Maryland is not shocked. I feel like you're the only one in the state that's shocked that she did this for you. This one decision can either make or break my entire wedding, and I don't know which direction to go. She's 11 years old and really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby. Mix 106.5. Well, that is a bold statement. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get some advice today from an unlikely source. When you think of advice, you don't usually think children, but we've got a wise one on our show. Her yes. name is Abby, and who is Abby? Abby is my 11-year-old niece. She lives in California, and I talked to her about different things that are going on in my life, and my niece, Maya, her 8-year-old sister, also joins in, too. So what's happening? What's the, the, the drama? What's I, feel the drama? Like, I feel like music selection for your wedding literally sets the tone and the vibe of the entire experience and the entire night, uh, and I don't know if I want to do a live band and or a DJ? That is a tricky question to ask. Okay, let's turn to uh, let's turn to your nieces and figure out kind of their take from a child's perspective on this, what they think. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Mm-hmm. What should I do for my wedding? Have a DJ or a band? This is kind of a difficult situation for me because both have major pros and both have some cons. And I don't know what I want to do because I love certain aspects of both. Well, first you should think what songs you want at your wedding because it's cool to hear them live. But at the same time, what if the band doesn't know those songs and you could just give them to the DJ? Second, you want to think cost. How much would a band cost and how much would a DJ cost? Third, you want to think how much would I actually enjoy this at my wedding? Like... You want to think of, if you pick band, you want to think of what band. If you pick DJ, think of what DJ, what set list, what songs, what kind of instruments will they play. So you have to think of all that first. So what's your vote for our wedding? DJ, that's my vote. Okay, let's ask my... Oh, I love DJ. They're just, like, super funky. That's what I love about DJs. Like, like they just say, like, we're going to party till sun comes up. So for our wedding, what's your vote? A band or a DJ? DJ. Okay, good to know. Thanks, guys. Love you. So, <laughs> Maya, I think possibly, and I really hope that she becomes a DJ someday because ever since she was little, she's gotten, like, the cheese grater and will put a flashlight underneath it and turn off all the lights <laughs> and make her own strobe light. Punchy. And, like, Punchy's just, the way she described it. Off. I just felt really You know what yeah. I mean? Listen, nobody wants to go to a wedding where there's a band. No? Not, there's no, 90, really? 99% of people listening right now, I'm sure, got the ick when you said... No one likes it? Nobody. nobody like, listen, I can tell you this right now. If you had a band at your wedding, yeah. people hated it. Really? Yeah. It's just boring. Like, it's not... Like, there's no, like, entertainment no. value Mm-mm. there? Mm-mm. No. no, people that have... People that have um, bands, I would just say, are more boring of, of human beings. And I would say that even if you don't want to admit it, I think most people behind your back felt like, ugh. About the band? Yeah. It's just not fun. As the night goes on, like, maybe it's fun for, like, the cocktail hour. Yeah. But then, like, what are you supposed to do? What do you mean? They like, sing. <laughs> like, yeah, but then, like, about? it's just, like, what are you going to sing that's going to be, like, more fun than, like, you know? This? Yeah. Mm. I would say 99% of people listening right now would absolutely agree. And if you want to argue, fine. But like, 
pants are just boring. Mm. They're just a boring thing to have. And I think that not only me, but a bunch of kids agree. Yeah, obviously. With that this week with Dear Abby. Yeah. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Surviving family members of a woman whose cells have been used in medical research without permission for decades are discussing a settlement with biotech company Thermo Fisher Scientific. Henrietta Lacks was a black woman from Baltimore whose cells were harvested without her consent in the 1950s during cervical cancer treatment. Her cell line has been used to develop the polio vaccine, advanced treatments for cancer, HIV, AIDS, Parkinson's disease, and more. Lacks' family filed a lawsuit two years ago against Thermo Fisher for profiting off the Gila cell line without permission. The company argues the statute of limitations has run out, but the family's lawyer, prominent civil rights attorney Ben Crump, says that it is ongoing. Neither family members of Lax or officials from Thermo Fisher Scientific would comment following their closed-door meeting that took place yesterday. That's tough, right? Because, like, in one sense, you'd have to have, like, a moment of pride to know that, like, your body went to, like, help so many terrible diseases, right? Sure. But on the other hand, you also have to realize there are so much money to be made in diseases being cured or whatever, right? So I I don't know how I would personally feel. Like, how would you feel about that? Well, like, I think from the family's perspective, it, rem, rem, remember the time. This is the 1950s, yeah. right? So for a black American to have zero respect, well, zero yes. support there at that point, yes. And her body was used without however consent, they however they wanted, treated her however they wanted to. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, her family should have been taken care of. But I feel like it's really hard if, I mean, if that was someone in my family with what they, with what they went through and how she was treated throughout that entire process, yeah. something needs to be done. Number two. Twitter recently got rebranded to X last week, and that would only mean that Android smartphones and iPhone owners would eventually have to update their apps to get the new changes. However, iPhone models that are still flaunting the old Twitter logo showing a bird are now being cashed in as collector's items. With some of these devices going for thousands of dollars at online stores, one version in particular was listed at $25,000. That is insane. What is going on? So... I mean, we haven't really talked about the change that much. I think it's annoying. I think it's unnecessary, you know? Did you see, though, that they're getting sued right now in San Francisco because their headquarters put up this giant X on top of the building that, like, flashes? (gasps) Oh. And, like, it's, like, a huge nuisance to everyone, every other building around them. So now they're suing them, being like, you can't just put up giant flashing. We can't have a rave on, like, a regular (laughs) Tuesday at 8 in the morning, Elon. Number one. Police are investigating rapper Cardi B for battery after she threw a microphone at an audience member who threw a drink at her. The Las Vegas Police Department said Monday that the woman who was hit by the microphone Cardi B threw during a performance over the weekend filed a police report over the incident. So the viral video shows Cardi launching her microphone in the direction of a fan who tossed a drink at her while she was performing on stage. But right now it's unclear if the person who threw the drink is the same person who filed the report or if it's somebody that might have gotten hit during the incident um no arrests or citations have been issued in the video the woman who tossed the drink at cardi can be heard apologizing right after so the reason why this is getting a little confusing is because now video has surfaced of cardi actually asking the audience members to splash some water on her before she started the performance yeah and the reason why it's kind of gray is because 
she it's like she said it and I don't know if she meant it seriously like, because it was so hot outside you know because I feel like any of us could be like man someone better pour some water on me right now it's so hot out here but like you don't want someone to get a Gator- Gatorade filled thing to pour ice water on you right and so when a fan actually threw water at her she even was like, yo, that is way too close. Not in my face, right? And then she turns and kind of like motions towards the lower half of her body. And she was like, right there is fine. And that takes place before her performance actually started. And so now she's just starting. She's on the other side of the stage. And when the drink is thrown at her, it's full on like at her face. So I think it's kind of confusing. It's Listen, we, we just had the clip of the fan throwing the drink in her face. It seems so out of line. Right. You can't. Again, in my mind, if it's right for one thing, it has to be right for the next two. So you say, hey, listen, throw a drink at me. One fan does it. You make a joke out of it. Then somebody else does. You throw a microphone at them. I think she's completely in the wrong in this situation. I think it's just kind of confusing because when in the first video, when they kind of toss water at her, she clearly says, like, no, not at my face. It's not like, hey, ha, 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 that's cute. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, yo, 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 everybody chill. That's way too close. You know what I mean? Seems messed up to me. It is confusing. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Uh, this is Brenda from Owings Mills. Good morning. Hi. I'm so sorry for interrupting. And I know this is really out of left field, but I really need some advice. Uh, okay. What's up? So I have a 12-year-old. She begged me to get her a phone. And at the end of the school year, she got really great grades. Mm-hmm. So I got her the phone. So the deal was that I get access to her social media so I can just make sure everything's cool. Sure. So then I overhear her talking about a secret Instagram account. I am so mad. So I take that phone and she says, no, mom, I was talking about my friend's secret account. Okay. (laughs) And now she's so upset with me because she doesn't think I trust her. Am I a bad mom? Uh, Like, should I have trusted her? I just, I can't stop thinking about it and I just needed to get it off my chest. I don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, well, okay, it could be fair. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, I'm, I'm not a parent, and Jess is not a parent, so I don't know if we're like the best. Uh, we feel more than be more than happy to give you some advice here on the show, but um, maybe also if other parents want to hop in on that, like I don't, I don't know if that may. I mean, I don't think anyone can be a quote unquote bad mom, but yeah. like not trusting your kid blindly does that, you know does that make you. Is that a bad parenting move, I guess? Maybe mm-hmm. a better way of putting this? 410-583-1065. Especially when your daughter's like, listen, you got to trust me at this point. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad parenting move if you don't? Thoughts? I feel like you shouldn't automatically call yourself a bad mom because I feel like any there's I think all of us can remember a point in our childhood when we were lying to our parents and automatically <laughs> was like, oh no but that's my friend's cat oh no it was my I was talking about my friend that was sneaking out oh no no no, no. you know what I mean so I don't think you should just be like it's our own guilty conscience exactly <laughs> exactly so I do is there any way that we can deep dive. Or can we ask her, so show me your friend's fake account so I know which one you're exactly speaking about? It's not a bad idea. I mean, I don't I don't know, because at some point, I think you do have to give your kids some trust, right? Yeah. Like, have you found her constantly being untruthful about situations? Or do you find her to be typically a, a pretty honest child? She's a good kid. You know, we're just like doing this big teen transition and everything's changing. Yeah. So she's yeah. got a new group of friends. Yeah. You know, we changed schools. So like, 
I just fear that like some of her friends might be influencing her in a negative way. You know, I, I don't like all these kids. Sure. Okay. Well, 410-583-1065. If you would like some advice, Brenda is having a situation where her daughter swears she doesn't have some kind of a secret Instagram account. Brenda says, I don't believe you and took away her phone. Mm-hmm. Is she, and I'm going to use your words here, is she a bad mom for doing that without any kind of like substantial evidence, I guess? 410-583-1065. Hey, Marsha, do you think she's a bad mom for not trusting her daughter? I think she's a great mom. Mm-hmm for checking on her daughter. I mean, I'm a teacher and a parent of four, Mm -hmm. and my kids are between 20 and 30. And honestly, you, seeing the things that I've seen, it's better for her to check in on it than to not. Okay, thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Hey, Nikki from Baltimore, do you think that she's a bad mom for not trusting her daughter? No. I don't think she's a bad mom. I think she's a protective mom trying to protect her daughter. Mm-hmm. So when when do you think you have to like just trust your kids and what they're saying? Ever? I mean, yeah, there's a level of trust, but at that age, she said like 11, 12-ish, right? Yeah, yeah. she is. At that age, that's the trouble age. <laughs> okay, so when you hear this, when you hear this and her daughter said she was talking about her friend's fake account, are you thinking the daughter is lying? I'm not, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just a troubled age. We have to question everything. <laughs> yeah, you just got to question everything. That's fair. 410-583-1065. Jamie from Abingdon, we're going to give you the final vote on this. Do you think she's a bad mom for not uh, trusting her daughter? Not at all. Of a 15 year old, and she has uh, she's allowed on social media, but she knows we're always watching. Okay, but like when when she says when her daughter says like, "Listen, mom, you've got to trust me. This isn't true." Do you just like when do you trust your kids? Oh, that's a really hard decision depending on the child's maturity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for you, you're like this. This is totally an okay Normal. parent thing to do. Yes. Okay. Thanks for calling us. Appreciate it. Hey, Brenda. Yeah. So it's it's me. It seems like most people are like, no, we do the same thing. <laughs> so I guess yeah, we, I feel like that would be anyone's reaction automatically. So I feel like you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Shouldn't can't classify yourself as a bad mom today. I guess. <laughs> Thank you. I just really needed some validation today that I'm not the worst person. <laughs> oh man, I and I know this wasn't your plan, so I appreciate it even more. Yeah, no, listen. Anytime, man. I've got a weight lifted off my shoulders. I I don't want you to ever feel like we've got something better planned ever on this show because we typically do not. So anytime (laughs) anytime you want to call in, uh, we'll be happy to, you know, I guess thanks for thinking of us, what I'm trying to say. No, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 